Welcome to the All On Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I'm going to be talking about the truth behind alcohol and recovery, or alcohol and fitness, or alcohol and muscle building, or however it applies to alcohol and actually performing well in your athletic event. I've been meaning to do a podcast on this for some time, but I want to put in the time to really dig in and do more research above and beyond my education. As you know, or maybe you don't know, I have a Bachelor's of Science degree from San Diego State University. It's a kinesiology degree with emphasis in fitness, nutrition, and health, and I've taken as many, or I took as many of the nutrition classes as as I could during that time, as well as I have my NSCA, CSCS, and CrossFit Level 1, and I am a nutrition nerd. So I'm always testing things on myself, reading things on the internet and from other professionals that I feel like are very influential in this space. So I'm very well versed, but I wanted to just go through and look and see and really brush up on the topic before I went and presented it to you because I know that there's lots of things that I say on a regular basis that are or have backing of scientific evidence, but I wanted to really, really dig into this one because I think that it's not necessarily good or bad to be drinking alcohol, but you need to be able to make that decision for yourself because with the media these days, we're constantly getting bombarded. And not only that, we have peer pressure from friends and families to drink and have a good time at any any really uh, event, you know. So I want you to be able to make that decision as to yes or no, this is what I'm going to do and this is why I'm going to do it. So get ready for the podcast on the truth behind alcohol and recovery. But as you know, before I jump right into this, I want to make sure and talk about my partners briefly. The first partner I want to talk about is Whoop at Whoop. Dot com, that's W-H-O-O-P.com. You can use the code Joe to get yourself $100 off. Why do I wear the whoop strap? Well, it's an always-on activity tracker that is going to give me a recovery score each day. And it because it's always on, it's tracking my heart rate, my HRV, my sleep. It has number of sensors in there that are constantly learning about you and your body so that it knows how recovered you are. A good example of or story for you is that I've found that doing longer events, so like full day competitions or marathons or half marathons or running long distances can take my body a few weeks to recover. And it's really interesting as I get into these recovery cycles. And yesterday I went for an easy run or maybe not an easy run. It was a two, a 400 two minutes rest or four minutes rest, a 200 with two minutes rest, another 200, and then I took eight minutes off and then I ran all out for 800 meters. So it was not very far at all, but it was kind of intense for about two minutes and 30 seconds. Really interesting is that my recovery score today was in the red and I was completely expecting that having only ran for about, you know, total of less than 10 minutes, 
yesterday, I would have been completely recovered. And I slept for nine, over nine hours last night, but my body wasn't. So having that information lets me know that I need to continue my recovery today and not push it hard and come back and push it really hard tomorrow or the next day. I would not have known that without having this whoop strap on. So that's why it's beneficial. I recommend for anybody that wants to know about where the recovery is, learn more about their body, get more data, check out whoop.com, that's whoop.com, and use the code allaroundjoe to get yourself 100 bucks off. The other company I think is incredibly cool and that I'm actually going to be testing this week again is Inside Tracker. And Inside Tracker offers you 10% off if you use the code allaroundjoe. What it is, you go in, you get your blood tested, it takes about five minutes, it pops out on their website information about your blood markers that relate to nutrition. So it tells you exactly what to eat, what not to eat, what supplements to take, what supplements not to take, so that you know exactly what you should be having. It's really informative. I had someone recently, and actually all the time I get people asking me, are you paleo? And I'm like, well, because paleo is not right for any specific person, I'm like, no, I'm not paleo. I do blood testing to figure out what my body actually needs. And people are like, oh, it's really funny because how can you really know what your body needs? You don't know if paleo is good or any of these other diets are good for you unless you're actually doing some testing. I mean, we're all a little bit different, so we can't say that, oh, you know, I should be doing this particular diet, you know, high fat, low carbs, high protein, whatever it may be, because you don't know. And how do I know about this is because I tried all those things. I tried to do them through trial and error and figure out what was working without testing my internal markers (laughs) and I couldn't get it right. So once I started testing the internal markers and eating what my body actually needed, it was an amazing change. I mean, we're talking like leaning up in a month, you know, losing 10 pounds of body fat in a month. We're talking about increased energy in my workouts and my workday. It's really, really amazing. This is the number one thing that I tell people to do. Inside Tracker, go to InsideTracker.com, use the code AllAroundJoe, get yourself 10% off, and this is all I'm going to be talking about for my partners today. Thank you for listening. But if you have any questions about them, let me know. I will be happy to answer any of those questions. And I would appreciate it if you put all the questions in the show notes, which is at AllAroundJoe.com slash 115. That's AllAroundJoe.com slash 115. All right, let's get into this, the truth behind alcohol and recovery. I know I get people around me all the time that are asking, well, actually, no, they're not really asking me these questions, but I see people drinking all the time, and I don't usually drink, hardly ever, mostly because I know so much about it, and I get to make these decisions for myself as to whether or not I want to poison my body, or I do not want to poison my body. So I have this this linear... Uh, priority list, let's say, that if those priorities that I have that are at the top of the list don't correlate with other things that I'm doing, then it's really easy to make the decisions, right? So if my number one goal is to be as healthy and fit as possible, then alcohol, drinking alcohol just doesn't even fit, right? It doesn't make any sense. So it's really easy to just be like, oh, that doesn't fit with my number one goal and it's my number one goal. So I'm not going to have that or I'm not going to do that. Assuming that I know what the information is. I completely understand where there are probably a ton of you out there 
and list, hopefully listen to this podcast. And if you aren't or you know somebody like that, refer them to this podcast, allaroundjoe.com slash 115, that you don't have that information. So your number one goal might be to be as fit and healthy as possible, but you have no idea that alcohol is actually poisoning your body. So you go out and you do the regular thing that most people do because people are followers a lot of times. Do not be a follower unless you know the people that you are following or have your best interests in mind. And they're going out and they're drinking and they're just totally ruining a lot of these partic- these gains that they could have in their health and their fitness, which they would take if they had this information. So I'm going to just go through a list based off of all of the research and knowledge that I've obtained over the years about what alcohol is doing. So the truth behind alcohol and recovery or alcohol and fitness, like I said, I put recovery on the on the title here, but it's really alcohol and anything that relates to health or fitness, okay? Number one thing you want to consider here is that alcohol is going to dehydrate you when you drink it, right? There's diuretic effects of alcohol, which means that your body is going to produce more urine, right? And if you produce more urine, you have to pee more often. If you have to pee more often, then your body is going to need more fluid or water, water put back into it. Not more alcohol, water put back into it to avoid the dehydration effects. What will also happen if you're peeing more, though, is you're going to flush out vitamins and minerals. So you're also going to be depleting your body of these essential things that it needs in order to, gosh, do all kinds of different things. I'm not even going to get into the vitamins and minerals right now. But you're going to be depleting yourself via this diuretic effect that alcohol is going to cause you. Next up, digestion issues, okay? Because alcohol is a poison, your body wants to get rid of it as soon as possible. So here's an, here's a scenario for you. Imagine that you just had this awesome steak, but you also had a beer with your steak, which is totally common, totally common. And a, a quick side note here, I was just reading something on the Ben Greenfield, uh, the Ben Greenfield website, which was talking about why that, why people actually try and sell you alcohol at restaurants before your meal is because it enhances your appetite. I didn't realize this. So if you have a drink before your meal, it will enhance your appetite, which will make you either number one, want to drink more or eat more. So they make more money. It's funny how things come back to money a lot of times. But getting back to this one, so imagine you just ate a del- you're eating a delicious steak, you have a big beer with you, your body is not going to prioritize the digestion the way you want to. It's going to prioritize that it digests the alcohol. It wants to get the poison out of your system, all right? The poison is going to be disrupting your amino acid digestion, right? Because the body, the alcohol hits your body, the alcohol takes priority. And then what happens is it doesn't get to digest those amino acids and proteins that you had in that meat properly. So you're not going to be building the muscle or recovering from that workout that you just had. So that's why like, if you listen to any of my recent podcasts on Thanksgiving coming up, or like when you have these big meals, try and avoid alcohol when you know that you're going to be eating a bunch because it's going to totally mess with your body's ability to absorb those quality nutrients. Even if you know that you're going to be eating something that's not necessarily good for you, it's still, your body is still going to be getting those nutrients. And what happens sometimes 
is that you drink the alcohol and any of those proteins, fast carbohydrates that are cruising around your body, they don't get utilized the way that they should be and they just get stored as fat. So it's one of the ways that you can actually get fat faster or the way that one of the ways that alcohol will make you more fat. So bad digestion makes you more fat, not good thing. But hey, if you want to drink, I'm just giving you the information so that you can make that decision. But you make it. You make that decision. I'm not going to make it for you. Or I will. I'll tell you not to drink. Don't drink. There you go. Next up, it lowers your testosterone and raises your cortisol. Okay. Studies have shown that as little as two to three beers can lower one's testosterone level. So, People might think, oh, you know, I don't really know that much about testosterone, but testosterone is a sex hormone. It's going to make you feel better. If you have high testosterone levels, you're going to recover faster. You're going to feel better. It's pretty much never a bad idea or bad thing to have more testosterone in your body, whether you're a man or a woman. I mean, we could go around the road and say like, well, if you're injecting a bunch of testosterone as a woman, you're going to get these masculine features. And that is true. But in a regular scenario, the one that we're talking about here, as a woman, you want to have high testosterone levels as they are regulated in a female body. Lowering those testosterone levels is going to help you to recover slower. It's going to make you feel more, usually more depressed or some, you know, not feeling as good about yourself. You're just going to have more confidence if you have higher testosterone levels. The other side of that is the cortisol. If you have high levels of cortisol, and if you listen to this podcast before you know what cortisol does, it's going to break down tissue. And in this case, when the alcohol hits your body and in the state that you are in, it's going to probably be breaking down muscle tissue. All right, so you're going to have lower testosterone and your muscle tissue is going to be broken down. So if you like that skinny fat look or having all of your gym work and activity go into not, then go ahead, drink some alcohol, get after it. Yeah. All right, right on the path here. Alcohol will reduce muscle growth and recovery. So we already talked about the testosterone and the cortisol. But alcohol actually impairs protein synthesis. Sorry, I'm chewing on my words here. Alcohol impairs protein synthesis, which means if you drink too often, you're not likely to recover from your workouts, and you're definitely not going to get those gains that you so badly want. Right? I'm assuming that those of you that are listening to this are actually people that are working out on a regular basis or you're getting yourself motivated to work out on a regular basis by listening to this podcast and that's totally cool too. But your alcohol consumption is going to impair protein synthesis and that's something that you want for building up those big strong muscles. Weight gain. Alcohol will cause weight gain. Okay. You should know that alcohol has seven grams per or seven calories, excuse me, per gram. Proteins and carbohydrates have four calories per gram and fat has seven calories per gram. So you're essentially getting calories which are empty calories, meaning your body can only use them for energy immediately or store them as fat, okay? Immediately, immediate use or stored as fat. And you're getting almost double what you would for a protein or a carbohydrate gram, okay? So none of those calories, none of them can be stored for ver- for future energy use, all right? And it's going to impair your body's digestion like we talked about earlier. So you're essentially it's this double-edged sword of negativity. One way or the other, it's bad, right? You're going to store fat or you're going to store fat. Oh, okay. Sounds like you're going to store fat. 
All right, cool. So the other thing is that insulin causes a release in insulin, which is why those carbohydrates and fats that are chilling in your body already when you start drinking alcohol are going to get pushed into cells. And in this case, they're going to get pushed into fat cells because your body doesn't have the reason to store them as, let's say, glycogen in your muscle cells. So you get this need to be digested right now, and, and or stored as fat, and then everything else in your body that is not being utilized or floating around in your blood is going to probably get stored as fat as well because of the insulin spike. I hope you're following along here. There's not a lot of good stuff going on. Here's another one. Hold on tight. Alcohol messes with your sleep. And I absolutely love hearing from people when they say, Oh, you know, I love having that glass of of wine or beer before I go to bed because it helps me to fall asleep. I'm sorry, guys. It does. It may help you to fall asleep, but the counter effects of it on your sleep, even though you may be asleep, are way worse than you falling asleep quickly. All right. What it does is the alcohol will impair your deeper sleep cycles. So you may be able to fall asleep, but your body is not getting into the reparative sleep cycles that it needs. And this is especially important if you're an athlete. Well, it's important for everybody. I mean, because they say that you're, you're not only recovering your muscles, you're recovering your brain as well when you're sleeping. So <laughs> most people need to use their brain on a regular basis. And if they're not getting into the deep sleep cycles, REM sleep, you know, slow wave sleep, all that stuff, then you're not going to be actually coming back refreshed. You're going to be mentally blurred up. You're going to be physically not repaired. It's just going to be all bad, okay? And so the rule of thumb is consuming alcohol should not be within two to three hours of bed. So for those of you who have trouble falling asleep and think that it's a good idea to have a drink before you go to bed, I'm here to tell you, number one, is a terrible idea to have a drink before you go to bed. But number two, what you can do as a solution is try some other things that can help you to fall asleep that are not going to be poisoning your body. Something that I love to use before sleep is meditation. I also love using something called binaural beats. Okay, you listen to something before you go to bed and it puts your brain into a... Uh, I believe it's lower. I'm not an expert on brainwaves, but I believe it's a lower or a more conducive for sleep brainwave that you just listen to it. Um, I use a, a company called Holosync, which is actually they sell, it's a meditative product, but I'll use that before bed and it will put me into just this amazing deep sleep. So that's Holosync, H-O-L-O-S-Y-N-C. And I have talked about them on the podcast before. So if you do a search on my site, allaroundjoe.com, you will find out more about Holosync and how it works. So lastly, okay, benefits of alcohol. Benefits of alcohol. And I think it's kind of funny to even talk about these things because people will say, oh, red wine or alcohol is good for you. But they have no idea what, why they're even saying that, right? They might say, oh, antioxidants in red wine. Well, let me, I'm here to tell you the antioxidants in red wine are so inferior 
to the negativity that alcohol has in it, that there's just, it's not, it's laughable. It's laughable if you ever hear somebody say that. So what you should tell somebody that says that, oh, alcohol is, or red wine is good for me, tell them to go out and get a glass of grape juice or to go eat some grapes even better because then you're going to get the fiber with it. You're not just going to be eating sugar juice with the antioxidants from the wine or from the juice, excuse me. Tell them to do that. But if we want to get into the nitty-gritty about the benefits of alcohol, here's what I've got, okay? And this one I had to research quite a bit to find something that I thought was actually valid to present to you in the All Around Joe podcast because a lot of it is just a bunch of BS about, red, like I said, red wine or beer is good for you because of the nutrients. But really what's happening is it, it's ne- the alcohol is neglecting the nutrients being absorbed or actually having you pee them out right away or whatever. So there's not a lot of good things happening there. But after all this digging, what I found was that here's, here's the scenario. Our bodies come back stronger from stressors. So if you have a poison that's put into your body, such as alcohol, there are studies that have shown that it will increase your healthy cholesterol with moderate alcohol consumption. Okay, so modern alcohol consumption, I didn't even get into what that means because I think this is a bunch of BS also, but I wanted to give a little bit of the other side of the coin. So if you have alcohol, you poison yourself a little bit, your body can come back and rebel against things. All right, it's like an immune response. Think of it that way, where like something bad gets into your body and it turns up the heat a little bit in order to counteract that badness, if you will. But you also have to note that, you know, exercise can have the same effect on increasing healthy cholesterol. So just go exercise. Don't, and the moderate alcohol consumption, I can't imagine that would be much more than maybe a glass of wine, a shot of alcohol, or a beer, you know, maybe once a week. Not often at all because your body has, if as soon as the body starts to get beat down by it, then it's not going to have that same response. It's just going to go all bad. It's just going to go all bad. I also wanted to make a couple of notes here that like that on some of the websites where I found good information and I'll put these in the resources section of the show notes if you guys actually want to go read them for yourself. And I had a, a quote here uh, that I wanted to share really quickly with you. Oh, getting a phone call. Sorry about that. So a quote here. Um, the first one is from uh, elite sports nutritionist Matt Lovell. And it says, drinking alcohol to excess can poison muscle fibers, which means they don't adapt like they should for up to three days. <laughs> okay, so if you go out and you decide to have that Saturday night binge or whatever, just know that it could take up to three days for your muscles to start responding to your exercise appropriately. How about that when you think about working out? Um, this one is from Steve from Nerd Fitness, and Steve says that he's not a nutritionist or anything like that, but I thought it was still fun. Nerd Fitness is a really interesting, well-written site, and I, I think that it's just fun to read their articles. And Steve is 
really well versed. Like he does good research. So even though he doesn't necessarily call himself a nutritionist, I think that he is a nutritionist and, you know, he could go down the road and, and probably take the tests and pass them in order to be a certified nutritionist if he wanted to. But Steve from Nerd Fitness says, if your goal is elite performance, rapid weight loss, or rapid muscle gain, abstain from drinking as much as possible. If you need to lose a lot of weight quickly, maybe if you have a wedding coming up, a weight loss competition at work, or a vacation and you want to get as slim as possible, cut out drinking completely. It messes with your sleep and your hormones, two critical aspects of weight loss and muscle building. So thanks, Steve from Nerd Fitness. And just so that you know, I referenced all kinds of different articles and blogs and research for this particular podcast and I hope that I didn't get too deep. I tried not to I try not to get too deep into the science of it so that you guys can think about it as being palatable. But I just some of the places where I found interesting stuff was on men men's fitness. There's a site called Drink Aware. Live Strong actually had some interesting articles, Nerd Fitness and as always, I have a ton of respect for the Ben Field or Ben Greenfield uh, fitness site. Ben is he gets way in depth to the point where it's hard to understand sometimes. The dude is super super smart, but he if you're looking for deep dives, you can definitely go and check out uh, the Ben Ben Greenfield website. Uh, at bengreenfieldfitness.com or Greenfield Fitness Systems. The dude is just a wealth of knowledge and really, really in-depth. So I hope that was beneficial for you. If you have any questions about this, go ahead and head over to the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 115. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 115. And make sure I have a giveaway for you guys my top five supplements that I cannot live without. I recently updated this list. I try and update it as frequently as I have a new top five supplement for you. And you can get that by going to allaroundjoe.com slash top five. You can spell it, write it however you would like to. Top five, T-O-P-F-I-V-E or T-O-P, the number five. And grab yourself the ebook that I put together for you or the PDF on the top five supplements that I cannot live without. And at this point, I have a lot of information on the supplements and why I take them and why I take those top five specifically. I know that I'm always looking and asking people what their top five are and I compile them and I try them and I do reviews on them so that you don't have to do that yourself. You can just go ahead buy them. And a lot of times I have discount codes and things for you to help you get those supplements at a cheaper price. All of that is on the PDF, allaroundjoe.com slash top five. I hope you enjoy it. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.